اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم اد قال الحواریون اد ون قال ہی سیڈ الحواریون دا ڈسائپلس یا او عیسا عیسا علیہ السلام ابن مریم سن اف مریم هل از یستطیع ہی از کیپبل رب کا یور لارڈ ان دیٹ یو نزیل ہی سینس ڈاؤن الینا اپانس میں ٹیبل اسپریڈ وتھ فوڈ مین فرام اسما اد اسکائی قال ہی سیڈ اتقو یو آر فیئر اللہ اللہ ان اف کنتم یو آر مؤمنی بلیورز Now over here, a specific blessing is being mentioned. Isa al-Islam is being reminded of a khas blessing that was given to him. And in fact, it was given to those people who believed in him. And again, why is Isa al-Islam being reminded of all these blessings? Because in reality, they were favors to who? His people. The people whom he was sent to. Because when he showed all of these miracles, when all of these events happened, it was only... easier for the people to believe in Isa a.s. But imagine if they did not believe in him, how embarrassed they would be when all of this is being mentioned before them. So Allah will remind Isa a.s. on the Day of Judgment of yet another blessing, of an event, which was when the Hawariyun, إِذْ قَالَ الْحَوَارِيُّونَ The disciples, they said to Isa a.s. O Isa, هَلْ يَسْتَطِيعُ رَبُّكَ Is your Lord capable? Meaning, If you were to ask him, if we were to make this request, would he listen? Would he answer? Or do you think he won't? هَلْ يَسْتَطِيعُ رَبُّكَ Because it doesn't mean that, is he able to send something down? Is he able to send food down? Of course he is able. He sent man and salwa on the Bani Israel. So many of them. So definitely he can send one table spread of food. He sent food to Maryam. So he can definitely send food again. He is fully capable. And the Hawariyin knew that. So their question, هَلْ يَسْتَطِيعُ It implies that would he, if we were to ask, would he, هَلْ يَسْتَطِيعُ رَبُّكَ أَنْ يُنَزِّلَ عَلَيْنَا مَائِدَةً مِّنَ السَّمَاءِ That he would send down on us a ma'ida from the sky. What is ma'ida? A table spread with food. Ma'ida is from Mim Yadal, Mada Yamidu. Mada Yamidu is to offer, to give food. And when you see a table spread with food, then it's like, it's inviting you. Come and eat me. It's offering you. If the food is kept in the refrigerator, then it means that it's not inviting you. But if it's laid on the table, then it means that you are invited to please come and start before the food becomes cold. So this is what Ma'idah is, a table spread with food. So they ask, and would Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send down on us a table spread with food, mean a sama from the sky? This is what we want. We want some heavenly food. Can Allah send it for us? Risa a.s. said, Ittuqullah in kuntum mu'mineen. Fear Allah if you're believers. What are you talking about? What are you asking for? You see, the Hawariyin, after all, they were from the Bani Israel. And the Bani Israel were children of who? Other Bani Israel. Some of which were alive at the time of Musa a.s. And those were the ones who ate man and salwa. But they got bored of it. And what did they want? The baql and the qitha and the foam and the adas and the basal. They wanted all these delicious foods. 
And the Hawariyin also wanted to enjoy some heavenly food. Was it that they doubted Isa a.s.? No, they didn't doubt him. They believed in him. Allah inspired them to believe. They believed in Isa a.s. They had conviction in him, but they just wanted some good food. And not just good food, but food that has come from the sky. Food that has come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And notice how they ask him, that would he send it down on us? Meaning if you were to ask. Because some people, they like to demand a lot. They want that whatever wish they have, they should ask and that wish should be fulfilled. That demand should be fulfilled immediately. They have a very demanding attitude. I want this much ketchup. No, 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 I don't want this much rice. Please take this much away from my plate. So what's the big deal? Just have two spoons more or have two spoons less. What's the big deal? No, no, I want only this much. Very, very picky and very demanding. And these are the people who don't like to do anything themselves and they don't want to take any responsibility basically. They want to put all the work on the shoulders of other people. And this is an attitude that the Bani Israel had. You and your Lord go fight. We're sitting right here. Musa, ask Allah, what kind of a cow should it be? They repeatedly asked Musa to ask Allah. They repeatedly told Musa to go and do something. Just like that, the Hawariyin, they had this little bit of problem as well. Not as much as the previous Bani Israel, but they had this little bit. So this is why Isa tells him, Fear Allah if you're believers. Why are you demanding? You should be happy that Allah has given you so much. Why are you demanding? Think about it. The Ummah of Muhammad the Sahaba who are with the Prophet do we ever find them making such demands on the Prophet that you're supposed to be the last Prophet and here we are so hungry that we have rocks tied around our stomachs because we cannot bear the hunger pangs anymore. Please ask Allah to send some food on the day of Khandaq at least. We're hungry. No, they never made any such demands. Never. In fact, they were the ones who spent even the little bit that they possessed for the sake of Allah. Because the thing is that a person can only become truly submissive to Allah when he gives all that he has. When he gives even himself for the sake of Allah. وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَشْرِي نَفْسَهُ He gives himself ابْتِغَاءَ مَرْضَاتِ اللَّهِ To seek the pleasure of Allah. And people who want to gain, they use the deen to make dunya, they want things in return, then they cannot be submissive to Allah. They have not experienced the joy, the sweetness of faith. When something is easy for you, every need of yours is fulfilled, every request of yours is fulfilled, you don't suffer anything, then you don't value it that much. But when you suffer, when you have to give all that you have, you have to take out from even the little bit that you've kept aside for yourself, that is what brings about true feeling of tawheed in your heart. That is when you really believe in Allah. That is when you truly, truly submit to Him. To the Sahaba, we see this kind of attitude in them, of pure submission, of sincerity, of dedication. But we see that this dedication was lacking in the Bani Israel, which is why they weren't willing to give as much as they wanted in return. 
So here they are asking for ima'idah. Isa a.s. said, Fear Allah if you're believers. Qalu, they said, Nuridu. We only want. On that, na'kula, we eat minha from it. Watatma'inna. And it becomes satisfied. Qulubuna, our hearts. Wana'lama. And we know. On that, qad, in fact, sadaqtana. You were truthful to us. Wana'kuna. And we will be alayha upon it. Min from ashahideen. The witnesses, those who witness. They said, they gave an explanation as to why they were making such a demand. They said, we just want to eat from it. Nuridu anna kula minha. We just want to eat from it. We want to eat some heavenly food. We just want to have some fun. What's the big deal? We like to eat. There are some people whose focus is on enjoyment. So even in the most serious work they're doing, what do they want? Fun. All the time. Let's have a break, let's have a snack break, let's have a lunch break, let's have a drink break. People go for a smoke break. They want to break all the time. They barely get into the work that they want to go in party mode. They want to make fun out of everything. This is the culture that we live in today, unfortunately. Fun in everything. Nothing is serious anymore. Even if you are to go to a masjid for a halaqa, then there has to be a game. There has to be a movie night. And when people find out, you go and sit there, and you just listen and you take notes, and there's groups like, nothing at all? You don't even have a break? Seriously? Three hours, no break? So what should our response be? Yes, it's only three hours. There is enough time to transition in between. And we can eat afterwards. There's fresh hot pizza sometimes. It's amazing that even when people are, when children are learning something, what do we ask them? Did you have fun? Did you have fun? Well, they're supposed to be studying. And if you teach them that they're supposed to have fun in everything, then they will expect fun in everything. And their demands become so much that they're never satisfied with the little things that you can offer to them. There has to be something big happening all the time to make them happy. Otherwise, they're upset. They're bored. They don't know what to do. They're tired. So, the Hawari'een, they said, نُرِيدُ أَنَّ minha. We want to eat from it. We want to have some fun. We want to eat food. The Sahaba stayed hungry. So many times. They suffered from hunger. You know, once a group of companions was sent by the Prophet ﷺ for a certain expedition, and they ran out of their food supplies. So much so, that a time came when each person was given only one date per day. Only one date per day. So one of the companions who was narrating this incident, the person who was listening, he said, how did you survive on one date? He said, we learned the value of it when even that much was not left. When even that much was not left. The expedition to the book it was such a difficult journey. Inshallah, we'll learn about its details in Surah At-Tawbah. Such a difficult journey. They were short in supplies, no food, no water, hardly anything. But still they went out in the way of Allah. And these are the things that we need to bring in our lives. If we go hungry one day, we don't have lunch one day, we don't want to do any work. If we're fasting, then everything in our life shuts down. Either we fast... Or we work. So we become hermits in the month of Ramadan and the rest of the year, 
We don't fast at all because we can't bear the hunger. We can't tolerate the hunger. They said, "Nuridu an naakula minha." We want to eat from it. What atuma inna qulubuna? And our hearts will be satisfied. What does it mean by the satisfaction of the heart that they wanted? The heart wants satisfaction in two ways. One, when the heart has doubt. When you have doubt, then you want knowledge so that you can develop conviction. The second is that when you have an unfulfilled desire, an unfulfilled wish, then you want that wish, that desire to be fulfilled, and then you will be satisfied. Like for example, you're not sure if your mother said what she said. So what do you do? You have this doubt. You talk to her, you ask her. When you ask her, then that doubt is removed. Your heart is satisfied. Likewise, you saw somebody having ice cream, Ben and Jerry's. And you're like, I want that. I want that particular flavor. Somebody was telling me about their flavor, Chunky Monkey. And they said it's the most uh, famous one. And as they were explaining it, I was like, I want to eat that. But you can only get it in the States. So if a person has this craving, I want Chunky Monkey Ben and Jerry's, their desire will not be satisfied until they go to the States, go to Ben and Jerry's and have that ice cream. Once they have it, that desire is satisfied. And if somebody offers you, okay, have this cookie dough flavor, you're like, okay, I'll have it, but I want that, man. You can have every flavor, but until your desire, particular wish is fulfilled, you cannot have itma'nan. Correct? So this is what itma'nan is. Now they wanted itma'nan of the hearts. Is it because they doubted Isa salam? No. Allah inspired them to believe in Isa salam. They had complete conviction. This is why they were called hawariyin, honest, sincere in iman. So what was the problem over here? Desire, wish. Because it just, that wish came in the heart. That thought came in the heart. We want heavenly food as well. And then they just wanted to eat from it. And they couldn't get over it until they ate it. So they said, inna And the thing is that when a person gets stuck in the fulfillment of desires, then he cannot do anything. It's like if one evening after dinner you're like, I want dessert. There's nothing that you like at home. You will not be satisfied until you go, buy some dessert and eat it, then you'll be satisfied. Even if it means you don't have time to do your homework. Left. Why? Because you spent that time purchasing that dessert and eating it. You understand what I mean? So if a person gets busy in fulfilling their desires, first of all, if they are thinking too much about fulfilling their desires, then what will happen? They will get busy in fulfilling their desires. Once they get busy in fulfilling their desires, then they cannot do anything else then what is more important is left behind. And this is how shaitan attacks a person. Because he knows that this man is not going to give up iman. So distract him through other ways. He gets busy in useless things, so that he is distracted from what is most important in his life. This is how shaitan tricks people. So he tricked them as well. So they said, kulubuna." Our hearts will be satisfied. We just want, you know, that satisfaction. That we have also eaten heavenly food. وَنَعْلَمَ And we will know, anqad sadaqtana That you were truthful to us. That it's an added benefit that when we will see 
our du'as being answered, the heavenly food coming to us, the table spread with food, we will eat it, and we will know that, yeah, for sure, you were honest, you were very truthful. وَنَكُونَ عَلَيْهَا مِنَ الشَّاهِدِينَ And we will be witnesses of that food. We will see that food with our own eyes. Heavenly food, we will see it with our own eyes. It's like people ask you, so have you seen Ben and Jerry's? Or like, yeah, I've seen it. So what? It's only ice cream, only food. But unfortunately, we are so mesmerized by food that if we go somewhere and we eat something, we come back and we talk about the kind of food that was there. Did you eat it? No, I was too full. But it looked really, really good. We talk about food so much. وَنَكُونَ عَلَيْهَا مِنَ الشَّاهِدِينَ It's a big deal if we've seen it. So what that you've seen it? You know, once there was a man who was talking about a great scholar and he said that, yeah, I've met him. We used to study together. And somebody said about them, it's not something to be proud of, it's something to be ashamed of, that you were together studying. Look at where he is and look at where you are. We are just very proud about the fact that we've seen certain things. We've met certain people. We have gone to certain places and we think, yeah, we're so great. That's not greatness. Greatness is when you have benefited from it and truly become a better person, making an impact on the world. And I'm sorry, no matter what amazing food you eat, how is that going to make you a better person so that you can have a greater impact on the world? doesn't make a difference whether you have a cream cheese bagel or you have the amazing piece of cheesecake. It's the same. It's just going to give you some energy. Fill you up with some sugar and that's it. What's the difference? It's just the mouth. Just the mouth, just the taste. But we are so passionate about the taste that we talk about what we saw and what we tasted for hours. We photograph it. We share it. If we have prepared something amazing, we take pictures of it. And we share with the whole world. وَنَكُونَ عَلَيْهَا مِنَ الشَّاهِدِينَ And we're so proud that we've seen it. Qala, he said, Isa, Isa alayhi salam, Ibn Maryam, Ibn Maryam, son of Maryam, Allahumma, O Allah, Rabbana, O our Lord, Anzil, sent down, Alayna upon us, Ma'idatan, a table spread with food, Min from as-sama'i the sky, Takunu it will be, Lana for us, Eidan, a festival, A day of celebration, Li'awwalina, for the first of us, Wa'akhirina, and the last of us. وَآيَةً and a sign minka from you. وَرْزُقْنَا and provide us. وَأَنْتَ and you خَيْرُ our best الرَّازِقِينَ of those you provide. So Isa salam, like the rest of the prophets, was very affectionate towards his people. The prophets were very affectionate people. They were very kind towards their nations. The people of Musa salam, they came to him and they said, أُدْعُوا لَنَا رَبَّكَ Call upon your Lord for us. Tell us what kind of a cow it should be. And Musa is going asking Allah, Oh Allah, what kind of a cow should it be? You think it was easy for him to ask such a question? Oh Allah, please tell us the color of the cow. Oh Allah, please tell us the profession of the cow. The age of the cow. But just to satisfy his people, he asked Allah. 
Isa السلام, also, to satisfy his people, he asked Allah, that, O oh Allah, send down on us a table spread with food, and on the day that it comes, that day we will take as Eid, as a day of celebration. Because you shouldn't be eating good food just to satisfy your tongue. There should be a reason, you know, to eat that good food. And when do we eat good food, really good food? On a special day, on special occasions. So he said that when the special food will come down, we will make that day a day of Eid. So every year, we will celebrate on that day. لِأَوَّلِنَا وَآخِرِنَا The first of us and the last of us, meaning all of us, the entire community of ours, this generation and subsequent generations. We will all take that day as a day of celebration. وَآيَةً mink. It will also be a miracle from you. وَرْزُقْنَا And provide us. وَأَنْتَ خَيْرُ الرَّازِقِينَ And you were the best of providers. So what happened? He said, Allahu Allah, inni indeed I, munazziluha, one who sends it down, alaykum upon you. Faman, so whoever, yakfur, he disbelieves, ba'du after, minkum from you, fa inni then indeed I, wa'adhibuhu, I shall punish him. Adaban, a punishment, la not, wa'adhibuhu, I shall punish it, ahadan, anyone, min from al-alameen, the worlds. So Allah said, I will send it down upon you. However, know that if anyone disbelieves from among you, فَمَنْ يَكْفُرْ بَعْدُ مِنْكُمْ After seeing that ma'idah, after eating from it, if someone disbelieves, then that person will be punished with a severe punishment. What kind of punishment? أُعَذِّبُهُ عَذَابًا I shall punish him with a punishment. لَا أُعَذِّبُهُ أَحَدًا مِنَ الْعَالَمِينَ Which I have not punished anyone among the worlds. No one has ever suffered that kind of punishment before. If anyone disbelieves after seeing the ma'idah. Because the thing is that when a person has seen a miracle, then he has no reason to disbelieve. And if he disbelieves, then the kufr is much greater. If there is a person who doesn't know anything, he says, no, no, I don't believe in all this. Okay, he's doing kufr. But his kufr is not that big of a deal in the sense that he doesn't know much. But if there is a person who has seen everything, like for example, when you think about Abu Jahl, Abu Lahab, people who saw the Prophet ﷺ, yet they disbelieved, their kufr is much worse. Much, much worse. So because of that, their punishment is also much worse. Because the greater the kufr, the greater the punishment. Now, did this ma'idah, this table spread of food, did it actually come down or not? Because over here we see Allah said, I will send it down, but remember this. So it could have happened that the Hawariyin said, okay, it's okay, we don't want it. Or Isa said, okay, oh Allah, don't send it. But we don't know what happened in reality. We don't know if it was actually sent down or not. However, in some narrations, but these are only narrations, this is not Quran and Sunnah. In some narrations, it has been said that a table spread of food was sent down that had seven fish and seven loaves of bread in it. And the angels brought it down and the Hawariyin ate from it as well. But they were instructed not to keep anything of it. But some of them kept it. And as a result, they were punished with a severe, with a very severe punishment. But these are narrations. Allahu A'lam, what exactly happened? But it was only those who wronged, those who did zulm, who would have been punished, not those who did not do zulm. But in this is a very, very big lesson. That the more a person learns, the more truth he is exposed to, the more is expected out of him.
So with knowledge comes greater responsibility. And with that comes greater accountability. And with that come greater consequences. And two paths are clear for a person. If he remains righteous, learns, implements, benefits himself, benefits others, absorbs this beautiful rain that Allah has sent, then what will happen? The rewards are amazing. And on the other hand, if a person doesn't benefit, doesn't act on it, forgets it, then what do we learn? On the Day of Judgment, a person will rise up when he is blind. And he will ask, Oh Allah, لِمَا حَشَرْتَنِي أَعْمَى Why did you raise me up blind? وَقَدْ كُنْتُ بَصِيرًا I could see in the world. Allah will say that my verses came to you. You learned my verses, but you forgot them. وَكَذَلِكَ الْيَوْمَ تُنْسَى And just like that, today, you will be forgotten. So remember that with knowledge, greater expectations, greater responsibility, and greater consequences. Let's listen to the recitation of these ayat. إِذْ قَالَ الْحَوَارِيُّونَ يَا عِيسَى بْنَ مَرْيَمَ هَلْ يَسْتَطِيعُ رَبُّكَ أَنْ يُنَزِّلَ عَلَيْنَا مَائِدَةً مِّنَ السَّمَاءِ قَالَ اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ إِن كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ قَالُوا نُرِيدُ أَنْ كُلَّ مِنْهَا وَتَطْمَئِنَّ قُلُوبُنَا وَتَطْمَئِنَّ قُلُوبُنَا وَنَعْلَمُ أَن قَدْ صَدَقْتَنَا وَنَكُونَ عَلَيْهَا مِنَ الشَّاهِدِينَ قَالَ عِيسَى ابْنُ مَرْيَمَ اللَّهُمَّ رَبَّنَا أَنزِلْ عَلَيْنَا مَا من السماء تكون لنا عيدا تكون لنا عيدا لأولنا وآخرنا وآية منك وارزقنا وأنت خير الرازقين قال الله إني منزلها عليكم فَمَن يَكْفُرْ بَعْدُ مِنكُمْ فَإِنِّي أُعَذِّبُهُ فَإِنِّي أُعَذِّبُهُ عَذَابًا لَّا أُعَذِّبُهُ أَحَدًا مِّنَ الْعَالَمِينَ 